See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right. And we're back. Hello, all you out there in podcast listener land. You're listening to Slow Robot A Go-Go. Big show number 33. My name's Mao, and with me I have... Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. Thank you. Yes, and we have to turn your mic because it's not right. Okay. Yes, now I can hear you. I couldn't hear you before. So uh, do we do the intro again? (laughs) Like I'm going to lose five seconds of content. Anyway, (laughs) so we have Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown and Mal. Uh, As always, I'm going to do my little show bit and make sure that you check out uh, Slow Robot A Go-Go at um, slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com or find us on iTunes or many of the other iTunes-ish places, and make sure you like us and give us reviews that say that we're awesome or whatever, so we're up higher. And also, check out uh, my other podcast at bunchofdorks.com. We're up at uh, show 230 or something like that. No, I'm not up at 230. That's show 230. (laughs) Um, So go to uh, iTunes as well. You can go to uh, Bunch of Dorks, or you can listen to us right off the website at bunchofdorks.com. Um we have Facebook groups for both of those, so search it out. I think two. I added two of your friends this oh, week. You oh, you did? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, so two Pat of Potter and yeah, uh, yeah, and Ashley. Yep, both of them uh, cool. are now part of the Slow Robot uh, umbrella. Go Go family of family freaks. Of, yes, of crazy people. Yeah. So, what do you have online? Uh, the uh, the two dimension podcast, the comic book podcast with no freaking di- direction. Ah. So basically, you're just kind of loosely talking... We're loosely talking about comics. Kind of like how we loosely talk about movies or better, or more loose. Yeah, we're very loose. Okay. <laughs> In that you might not get to comic not, not, not necessarily. <laughs> yeah, not necessarily our bowels are loose, but we're just loose. <laughs> well, you know, it depends on what you eat. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, all right, yeah. I guess we'll start out... We've been, I've been I'm noticing that the kind of the way we talk about movies each week is we start out with like what we watched. So, um, what, what did, did you watch anything this weekend? Or well, the, since the last yeah, week? yeah. Well, c- before that, can I say something that's a non sequitur? Has nothing to do with yeah, anything. Yeah, of course. Mother Nature is a fucking bitch. <laughs> anyway, yeah. besides uh, besides that, and why might you say that? Well, um, you know, I couldn't go to parts unknown because of a oh, certain that's right certain tropical storm in, called Debbie. Yes, in case you don't know. Florida got its ass handed to it by uh, by uh, Tropical Storm Debbie, especially where we were. Um, I think Sunday we were up to my area got 13 inches of rain in uh, on one oh, day. Oh sure, yeah. It was pretty wicked. Did I was out, I was out driving around in it. I went. You to, were driving around. I went to the mall like and shopping. Me. No, I was shopping and then like I came home and then I was like cleaning up my golf clubs right. And this, and it was like raining harder and harder and harder, and I was like, huh? And I, and I noticed two of my grips on my backup butter and my backup driver were like frayed, so I drove up to like get them regripped. Oh my god! I know it was a, like that was one of those things where I was driving. I was like, hmm, this is a pretty bad mistake. <laughs> I'm driving in my truck and the water's up to the bottom of the door. Oh. I was like, and this is like a backup butter and a backup driver. 
Jeez. Talk about bad, bad was decision it, was it, making. Were there people it. out there in, in the stores? And some. I, I got good service everywhere I went because <laughs> yeah, you know, there was like 10 people at work and me. So they were like, what do you want here? And I'm like, well, I'm, you know. Yeah. I so, mean, they closed the bridges down <laughs> so you couldn't go anywhere, which leads, which leads me to believe that there's a that there's even if there's an even worse storm, are we just supposed to sit here and die? <laughs> because yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I'd, well, I'd go get my golf clubs regripped and, you know, I'd be yeah. out in it. But other than that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> that was really stupid. Yeah, that was our uh, week so far. But boy, uh, it came, boy, it came down, man. Oh it, yeah, it was raining like crazy. Two so feet at least. You head off from work, so you're you had a big uh, vacation lined up. Right. You were going to go to uh, o- Ocala, which Ocala. I was able to. Okay, so you went there, and then and you then were going to go to Parts Unknown. Unknown for the no that, Parts Unknown, no Parts Unknown, because the Debbie interrupted it. Yeah, wow. it was it was kind of sucks, but parts unknown is always going to be there, so I'll figure out a way yeah. to get there and you know have some fun. Do you ever go for just like long weekend or anything? Well, yeah, I used to, but it's like now it's like I got to rent a car because the uh, the Morbius mobile's getting a little old, so I don't want to up know, in years and kind of getting up yeah, in years yeah. and miles, so I don't want to like you know tear it up too bad. You so. don't want to break down an alligator alley. Yeah, no, you don't want to break down alligator alley because you know there's alligators and all that kind of stuff. Dude, so. I I was driving down to Fort Lauderdale and I was on Alligator Alley, and this was at like I want to say it was like maybe eleven o'clock at night. I had a blowout at 90, 90 miles an hour. Oh, fuck. Uh, and it the, the the tire actually dented the door and. And snapped snapped off part of the of the um, rearview mirror. Oh no! And I and it was at a, it was at one of those spots where there is just the the cyclone fence and then the concrete. Yeah. So I was changing the driver's side tire. What cars are speeding by? And trucks. Miles an hour. Oh my god! I I didn't think I was gonna make it. I I was actually just kind of like, look, this might be it. So I'm last rights. I'm gonna try my best and <laughs> d- gangs. Gangs of the Dead. Last Rice, yeah. dude. You know. <laughs> I made right. it, but I was like, I was shaking. Like, I was like, when I got done with that and I got back on the road, I was just, I was kind of shaking because I was so... I, I tell you, my my Alligator Alley story was one night I was driving home. It was like kind of late. I was coming home and, um, you know, there's nobody out there. It was all pitch black and dark and all of a sudden I put in... Um, Pink Floyd's Saucer Full of Secrets. Nice. And I tell you, that music kind of creeped me out a little bit, the title track. You know, yeah. nobody out there, no humanity whatsoever. And you're hearing this, like, weirdness. And, and and later on, it was so creepy. I actually used it as Halloween music, and kids were coming by. goes, wow, that's that scary song you got on there. That's a oh, wicked. it's Pink that's, Floyd. That's actually one of my favorite. Piper, The Gates of Dawn, Dawn and yeah. Saucer Full of Secrets are two of my favorites. Sid Barrett. Uh, yeah, yeah, and they are out there. You know. Oh, God, uh, and, yeah. and And for those of you who don't know, we, we're loosely referring to uh, Alligator Alley. That's the main road that, that connects, like, um, the west side of West Florida. Side. Of Florida to the to the east side. east side, which is taking you over to Miami, Lauderdale, um, you know yeah, that kind of it's thing. The Everglades, and it's, basically. it's 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 this concrete slab that goes through the Everglades, and the reason they call it Alligator Alley is because obviously you can see at any time you can see yeah, alligators just just there. They're just sitting there like whatever, you know, whatever. Just chilling, looking at you. They don't like, care about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, and, and it's a hundred miles too across. I think yeah. so it's hundred miles of nothing. Yeah, nothing but. Don't break down and don't have a blowout. You yeah, know, you, you, you'd think they would pass a law that maybe be able to build something like maybe a strip club or something along the way to make it, you know, a, pl- no. a place to stop or and just hope you have gas and hope you make it. That's yeah, the they, they tell the you right before he goes, uh, make sure you have gas because it's like hundred miles of nothing coming up now. So. Yeah, 
It's like going through the desert and and you know with a horse and uh, on a horse with no name. But anyway, yes, with a a, man with no name. Yeah, that him too. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, hey Blondie. <laughs> So yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, what did you watch this week? What what movies have you seen? Uh, well, when I was in uh, the land of Ocala, uh-huh. which is uh, you know very rural, me and my buds were watching some uh, movies. We watched um, a couple of Al Adamson classics, uh-huh. Brain of Blood, with uh, with uh, Grant Williams, the Incredible Shrinking Man, later yeah. on in his career. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and what um what year is that from? Seventy-one. Okay, all right. And Angels, Wild Women, with uh, the usual cast of uh, Al Adamson characters <laughs> from seventy-two, uh, I think, filmed yeah. at the Manson Ranch. So that was kind of wow. creepy, and, and it and it had like a it was a cult leader type dude in it. So I guess I don't know. Al was trying to capitalize on when? Now when was the Manson? When were they there? Sixty-nine. I was gonna say like? that's it wasn't that far removed, was it? No, it wasn't at all. I mean, no. the crew was probably kicking around trying to find stuff. Yeah, you was, know, I mean, they called it the Spawn. It was called the Spawn Movie Ranch or something like that. Wow. Uh, I guess he was trying to tap into that, you know, the 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 vibe. But you know, Al Allison movies are like guilty pleasures. They're pretty cheesy, but they are a lot of fun. So yeah, it was kind of nice. I hadn't watched them in a while. Um, what else did we watch? I watched Sisters of Death with uh, Claudia Jennings. Uh, it's a, a kind of like a sorority of. Uh, Women who, when they pledge, they have to do some kind of Russian roulette thing. <laughs> but supposedly, it's like to see if you chicken out because it's supposed to be blanks. But, you know, um, this time somebody put a real live bullet in there. Figure and, out who it was. Yeah, and then yeah. and then after they kill her years later, you know, the sorority girls are all like, Hey, you know, how you doing? This and that. We'll have a get-together and... Uh, Basically, somebody's daughter was killed, so he's out to get revenge against them. Uh-huh. It's it's a it's a cheese ball movie, but it was entertaining. Yeah, and it's it, one of these movies that was made in '72, but wasn't released till '77. It was that good. So. <laughs> good premise, you know. Yeah, yeah. We we should watch it one day. It was actually it was actually fun in a dopey sort of way, you know. Yeah. But uh, what, what I, I watched um, I watched Hot Dog the movie. <laughs> is that with Shannon Tweed in it? It sure is. Oh, I remember that from TV. It's like a it's like a skiers wet dream basically yeah. it's just, they're just like it's it was made in the same vein as like meatballs or stripes yeah but it was all um, tna tna stuff. just an all nudity lots of nudity and uh-huh. um and skiing now the, and uh, if any of you ever saw that um the the south park where they the kids were up at the ski resort and that guy was like stand darsh this that this is basically the the framework that they were mocking that that's that this is the movie that they were mocking in in uh, in do you, South Park. Do you have that on DVD or something? Or was it on no, Netflix? No, it's on Netflix. Oh, really? I'm yeah. gonna have to. Re- I'm gonna have to uh, it's watch not, that. I I, I, I remember I, it as an early cable TNA movie well, that see, I enjoyed. I had this. I had a copy of that when I was a kid. And t- when you're a, when you're a teenage boy, without this is before the internet. That <laughs> might as well be a bar gold. It's the greatest movie in the history of the world. There's wackiness. There's lots of nudity and, and sex. Boobage. You know, and major boobage. So. Yeah, I remember there was the the younger blonde girl was really hot too. I was I was digging on her, yeah. man. And they'd go to a bar and there'd be just drunk women taking their clothing off and dancing around, getting sprayed with beer, and every always it was it was that, just scene after scene of major boobage. That was the '80s, and and I and even for everybody to put down the '80s, it was good times, man. It was. It was before the internet, so you could still have fun, you know, like that. Yeah. And you're, you're like yeah, you could actually clean, dirty fun. Yeah. So I saw that. <laughs> what else did I watch? I watched a bunch of stuff. I watched Aliens 3. 
See, I bought the Aliens uh, box set, Blu-ray box set. I saw one and two, then I saw Prometheus. Now, then I, I, I still have to see three and four. I, I, I call Resurrection four. I don't care. If you're going to do one, two, and three, well, then, you know. So, oh, no, I guess it isn't called that. It's called Aliens, Aliens, Alien 3, then Resurrection. Yeah. So I have to watch Resurrection yet. Alien 3 was like, eh, it was okay. I, I've heard from everyone that I've, that I've talked to that Aliens Resurrection is like, yes. <laughs> You know, it's going to hurt. It'll be deep hurting. But I'll watch it anyway. I don't care. Yeah, why not? Then, watch um, them all. Yeah, of course I do. And then, um, oh, and then I, 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 for our, we had homework to watch Trancers for this week's show. <laughs> well, I bought the box set. So I watched all six of the Trancers for you guys. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, I'll reserve, I had a fun. I had fun watching them. Yeah. I, I'll say that. I'm not going to go too, too into detail before we start talking about Trancers, but. Yeah, I I really had a great time. It was a lot of fun watching them, you know. Cool. I'd never seen them before, so I did get in, I did enjoy. Yeah. How many did you see? I just saw. I never saw any of them. Oh. Okay. Ever. If you want to borrow ever. the box set, you know. I you might know, do that. Yeah, yeah. That way you can rip them or whatever you want to do. Yeah. No, I wouldn't do that. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That not that. That soon. would be illegal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I, we're gonna. I'm gonna drop in the. Um, I I gotta try and sound bit. And then I have a Hawaiian intermission. Then when we come back, nice. we'll, we'll, uh, we'll start talking about this week's movie, which is the one, the only, Trancers, starring Tim Thomerson, and that's his real name, Tim Thomerson, and Helen Hunt. In the public interest, the motion picture Naked Rider will be shown in its entirety at a theater near you. Many of the scenes were filmed on closed, restricted sets in southern Georgia. The management of the theaters playing Naked Rider feel that certain scenes depict such strange relationships that they might be offensive to some adults. Therefore, the management of these theaters strongly urges those people unaccustomed to viewing films so explicitly presented not to attend. Naked Rider, rated R. All right, and of course what I mean by that sound clip from Trancers, I mean it didn't work, so you (laughs) listened to the Naked Rider PSA. Yes. And yes, and I was going to drop in our, we have a Hawaiian movie intermission, but uh, we're gonna end with that. I I didn't. I thought you guys would have a, wouldn't be in the mood for transfers if we kind of mellowed you out. You know. Yeah. No. It's too harsh of a ride. We're, no. We'll say aloha later after we talk about yeah. the one and only the transfers. So. So this is a movie you saw how many times? Hundreds. Nice. Yeah. Oh, so many times. There was some. Um, when I was growing up, I had a friend named Jack, who uh, we also we usually we drank a lot together. Like this is when I was in high school. And um, he would, for some reason, he had a copy of it, and he liked it, and we would always end up watching this at some point. Um, you know, we'd be drunk off our asses, and transfers would make its way into the VCR, you know. And, and so we, I saw it a million times, and uh, for some reason, this one and Cherry 2000 were always, like, on kind of constant rotation and Death Race. Yeah. Like mine was Death Race and, and Cherry 2000, and his was transfers, and it was just always kind of, like, around. So I'd seen it hundreds of times, but I hadn't seen it since that period in my life. I, I remembered it fondly, and I hoped that it wouldn't be one of those where you revisit and you go, oh, hmm. But um, I was I was pleasantly surprised. I plunked down the money and bought the box set, um, knowing full well that probably Trancers 1 would be good, and they would steadily decline until <laughs> Trancers 5 limped across the finish line and that was it, you know. And there is a sixth. Too. There is a sixth one, which I didn't find out until later. And I was like, ah, uh, but eh, the hell with it. 
Maybe I'll see it, but I, I It's not it. in the box set? No. No. Really? Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, huh. But um I mean it did it wasn't like it was expensive. I think I paid twenty four dollars for the for the for you know, all five of them and, and that it's worth it to me. I will watch this over and over again. I'll watch these yeah. more than once, you know. Um, believe it or not, the first three of them have Helen Hunt in them. Yeah, I was real surprised when I saw her. I was like, wait a minute, Helen Hunt a in this very movie? very young. And hot. Yes, very pretty. Um, yeah, I was and, pleasantly surprised. Tim Thomerson was a very odd choice, but I don't think anyone else would have been able to do it. Yeah, I never. I don't remember him. I remember him as a comedian, not as an actor. Yeah. And this was the first time I ever saw him acting serious in a movie, for the most part, anyway. Yeah, well, he was in, like, used cars for a small yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, and, right, right. And, uh, yeah. But, I mean, his um, he really played this character well. Like, he, it, it was a very good character. It was He was funny and gruff. Mm-hmm. And, like, the first one was straight-up B-movie. You saw the microphone probably three times in that movie, like, <laughs> Yeah. The one time I'm like, oh my god, they didn't reshoot this. Like, it was literally like almost half of the freaking scene. Like, it, or not half. Like, it was like halfway down your your screen, and then it kind of like slowly <laughs> went up. And then I'm like, wow. But you know, the surprising thing is that Helen Hunt was getting popular at the time towards the towards at least the third or the second one that she did all of them. How did they know? get? How did they get her into three? I I don't know. I don't know either. Like, I figured, okay, first one probably. No, a no. Early, yeah. yeah first, very, first big movie. Role. Take whatever you can get and be happy. She was a TV mostly actress. Second one, eh. First one actually, I don't know if it made money or not, but it was. It was it, a cult movie. It was fairly well received. I mean, people that knew it liked it. And back then, with the VHSs, the videos, it was always in. It was in every video store. Right, right. And this does have one of the mo- the least appealing boxes yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah, right. The cover. I don't even know why anyone would pick it up. It's like him as RoboCop, right, or something Yeah, like but that. it's not even like a good RoboCop. No. I mean, it is really one of those things where you're like, who would even pick this box up? Like, if they had a better designer, they yeah. probably would have made maybe 100000 more dollars, you know, like in, in, in its lifetime, because... It is literally like the worst box that I've ever seen. But, it, but back in the in the in the eighties, late eighties, early nineties, it was one of those titles you saw in every store. So it was just like, eh, whatever. Eventually, you know? you're gonna get it because yeah. And in those days, you could tear through a small mom and pop mm. video store. You could tear through their inventory yeah. in a matter of months if you were a real avid movie watcher. Yeah. You literally could because they were selling. I mean, I think the stores were buying them for like seventy or eighty dollars a piece. So there was like sometimes only one of each. Like right. this was not like how it is now where there's a a box, a magic red box that gives you whatever DVD you want and all this stuff like it was a it was a big hassle, you know, in the in the inception of this. Yeah, well, I mean, I like I said I saw it in a lot of stores, but it was one of those things where it was like Tim Thomerson, I was like, "Really? I mean, give me somebody that I know or some but he was actually good in this movie. So you you you've never seen this before? I'd never seen it before. I've seen the box art a million times. I had and no you, idea that Helen it, right? Hunt was in it. Yeah, it was not <laughs> appealing to me. Well, it looked like it looked like a a, a movie made in the mid '80s, and it was like I was like I liked the movies that were made in the '70s and the '60s more because right. they were more like. I don't know, they seemed more like something that I grew up with, more creature features. This looks like something that was made specific, specifically to cater to the VHS crowd, and it was going to be like uh, uh, 
not for lack of a better word, an homage to these movies. <laughs> it wasn't that. I don't think it was that. But no, it, but it was kind of a blade. It's a kind of a Blade Runner yeah. thing, you know. And th- when you first look at the box cover or the, the the movie cover, it looks like the guy from RoboCop. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, reason. Peter Weller, right? I mean, yeah. it looks like Peter Weller's chin with some kind of a helmet that I don't even think he wears in the movie. Yeah. No, I mean, he doesn't. Like, <laughs> totally misleading. It's just like, what? But anyway. I mean, this was one of the, I guess this was an early full moon pictures. Yes. They later went on to do like Doll Man and uh, Puppet Master. Puppet Master. And, that, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Fart Master and, you know, like uh, whatever. And you whatever. Know, demonic Toys and, you know, yeah. whatever. And they, all the, it's funny because I, I, the, the, the DVD that I've got, has the beginning of it has got like a... Uh, promo for all their little <laughs> all their little toys <laughs> that's on the box at one is it okay you got the promo for all the little toys i'll bet you like... there's just one copy of these out there i bet you there's yeah. just one master and that's it. that's it yeah because um, and, and it's and it's embedded in with the toy commercial at the beginning <laughs> you're, you're like you want it you gotta have the view you gotta view the trailer i almost wanted to look it up to see if the was still a valid website because one of the one of the weird things when you're watching laser discs and what you're or you're watching these old tapes you know ripped from tape, you know, they, some of these they didn't know how to handle like websites and stuff. They just assumed they'd have them forever, I guess, and they you know so they would just be on the front and I guess it's the same as the one eight hundred numbers and stuff like they're just dead. You know, you just go there and it's just an empty space or whatever. But yeah, and and Full Moon um, and their uh, Charles Band who was the uh, main the main now, guy behind them. Who, what else has he done? Because I've seen his name before, and it wasn't from Transfers. Like, what do I remember him from? Oh God, his father uh-huh. was a was a director in the '60s and stuff like that. He did action movies. He did a few horror movies. Uh, Charles Band. I can't think of what he did before um, he started Full Moon Pictures. With Full Moon Pictures, it would be like okay, you had American International in the '60s. Uh-huh. Then you had like the the guys who did um, what you call it, Terminal Island. Dimension Pictures in the 70s, you had Hemisphere. This was like his version of those companies wow. starting in the 80s. Yeah, he did Reanimator well, and I'll, stuff like that. I'll tell you what our, our the almighty ID, IMDb says. Right. He's the producer for 255 movies. Oh, God, that many? And he directed 36 movies. Wow, that's insane. Let's see. Um, soundtrack to Actor 3, Writer of 36, Director of 36. I'm assuming the same ones. And... Uh, yeah, he was the producer for 255 movies. Yeah, he's he's involved in all the reanimators. Which Everything. Cool and, and like they're all like, you know, Evil Bong 3D, yeah, Gingerbread right. Man. Ginger Zombies. Dead Man, yeah, yeah. that's right. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we that's we, I know who this guy is now. Because <laughs> I was like, how do I know this guy, you know? You know, um, it's, it, it, his, a lot of his movies were like better than trauma but it was in the same kind of a feel as a trauma movie yeah, in a way you know basically, it's like wink wink nudge nudge you're making a crappy movie you know and that's fine and dandy but i kind of like it when you know you're trying to make a good movie and it turns out crappy better you know what i mean yeah exactly <laughs> well and, and those are the good ones yeah those know? are the good ones cuz they are trying hard they they're are trying working. hard they're doing their best with the limited budget they're not winking at you they're not homaging anything usually and they're 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 real exploitive at at you know like brain that wouldn't die real exploitation of all these things and this is it, it's it's in the same ballpark but it's has there's something about it there's a, there's a yeah, as much as I love the 80s there's a there's a there's a little gloss to it an MTV-ish thing. I don't know what to explain about some of this these movies that yeah. I never liked maybe they were just too new at the time 
And at the time, there were still a lot of movies that I hadn't gone back and watched yet. But again, now this movie is 25 years old, so this is like an old, you know, yeah. an old relic now. So now, and okay, I was just like, because now I'm like kind of looking at stuff. Okay, Helen Hunt did Trancers One, right? Then in between that, Saint Elsewhere, Saint Elsewhere, Peggy Sue got married, The Hitchhiker, The sh- uh, Shooter, let's see, American Playhouse. She's been she's in all these things. Then she's in Trancers Two. That was in 1991. Um, Bob Roberts, Mister Saturday Night with Billy yeah, Crystal. Yeah, yeah. And then and then she did Trancers Three. And then when did she do? Uh, okay. uh, yeah. Uh, when did she get too mad about you? Like, okay, that's in '92. So so that was right around the same time. Yeah. So she did '92. She did Trancers Three, and then she did Mad About You. So and then wow. uh, and then Game Over right there. Either know? so either she was really. Uh, like she liked, maybe she just had a good fun time, and yeah. this is one of the things where she's like, "I don't have to care, I don't have to like read or be it's a person." It's just a fun. She's it's just paycheck. It's yeah, cool, exactly. you know. A couple so. of a couple of weeks of making these. Or maybe cheap. she was locked into a Charles Band. Yeah, I don't uh, know about that. <laughs> I don't think you had any of those. I don't know about so, that. Yeah. I mean, th- th- these movies. I remember seeing them at the infamous Best Buy. Back in the day, I don't know if I, I don't no. know if they carry them anymore. No, now, they wouldn't have them there anymore. They used to have like all the puppet masters. They only have new, well, actually, new you know crap what? now. I think they do have them in the five dollar trough there. I do see some oh. of that stuff, like you know, but I've never seen the transfers ones as a as the box no. set. So they, I think they kind of hold a, they're like a, they know they can get a certain amount, a certain price for them because people that know transfers love them. Like they'll they'll pay a little bit extra for it, you know, uh, but yeah. So okay, so we've talked a lot about who's in it. Um, there's a lot of other characters. Now, what did you think of the story itself? Like, um, you know, it moved. The best thing about it was it had it was it had plot holes in it, but it, at least it didn't take itself seriously, yeah. and it just moved along at a nice clip. This movie's 76 minutes long, so it's perfect. You know, it's yeah. not gonna it's not gonna be like you know it's not gonna take up too much. Of your time, the plot is complicated, but it's not that complicated. That right, you can't right. follow it easily, you know. And it, and it definitely like, uh, you know, Helen Hunt's a good actress. Tim Thomerson's good. Everybody was was decent in it. Yeah. There wasn't any like bad, you know, real bad acting. There was at all. That's one thing you notice. I, I can't really put my finger on what it is that makes this movie like. I almost want to say charming, or what. It has its own personality that it's not a cult movie. It's not like Death Race. It's not like like it's not like really any other movie to me. And it's this isn't from when I was a kid from seeing it. Like watching it recently with with these new with fresh eyes. I'm like what makes this movie what's giving it this kind of like charm? You know what I mean? Like it's 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 not a great movie, but you have to like the movie. Yeah, and I'm like, is it the actor? Is it Thomerson's performance, or what about it? Is is like when you're watching, it, you're like, <laughs> they were they were likable. All of them were likable. Like were everything likeable. about it was like kind of funny. The drunk guy that they had to save was a oh, little yeah. bit wacky. The baseball player, but but forgivable. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can pick apart everyone's. Like when they had that girl. Like the the they would have to go through uh they they were going to the future like in twenty twenty three twenty sixty three, uh the world's collapsed and there was things called well yeah okay, okay. it it's he it starts off with him going to like some futuristic looking diner a very fifties looking futuristic but with that diner. weird neon glow that has to yeah it. it was like a really weird glow going you know on. again it's 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 a it's a cheap set 
But you know, you're going like, what is this? What is this they're trying to do? And he comes out, and he's looking kind of like a '40s kind of uh, a tough guy, uh, cop or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He he is modeling himself after like, um, um, you know, Humphrey Bogart. Humphrey Bogart, right, right. Like, like with with he always wears the the that tan. Yeah, the, the, trench ba- coat. the beige trench coat, and he ties it the same he's got, way. Like, it looks like he's got some padding on his yeah. uh, suit or whatever. Right. So, you know, he goes in there, and like he, he encounters some old man there, and he's looking for transfers. Right. And it, and you can tell that things are a little bit more serious because he addresses him as citizen. So yeah. right off the bat, he's he's like a he's not a patrolman, but like he's like a, a stormtrooper, I want to say, but that's not what it is. A, de- a detective. He's a detective. He's a right. transfer hunter. But in the future, after this apocalypse and everything like that, you they you've lost a lot of rights. He can walk up and just say, "Show me your show me your mark or show me your your papers," and that's it. Like yeah, he you know. he had, there, I guess there was a guy. Uh, what's the guy's name? The the main bad guy. I forgot what his name was. Um, anyway, the main bad guy was like the guy who created the transfers and he had killed them already but uh you know the uh the whatchamacallit but he was still out looking for looking to kill uh yeah. transfers. Whistler. The Whistler, Whistler, that's it. Whistler, yeah. yeah. So he killed Whistler but there was still transfers running around so he was just going around like you know, going out to people and doing that that bit and uh, you know, just getting rid of them. And um he you know, he comes across the uh that was a good scene, actually, when he comes across the the, the, the waitress lady. there. He talks to the guy, and the guy's like, nah. He puts a little wristband on him. And, and it reads like, him, and it says, okay, you're not a transfer. But he knows there's one here, so he's like, yeah. what's this about? Yeah, right. And the old lady turns all <laughs> medieval on him. Yeah. And they she goes medieval on his ass. <laughs> yeah. And and that was a very good fight scene. Like, yeah, it was. He yeah. Did, he got kind of got his ass kicked. You know sure, what I mean? Like, sure, got... Like, Stabbed. Yeah, he got stabbed. They're they're knocking stuff around. His gun goes flying into a pot of boiling water, and then she dumps it on him, and and he can't even pick up the gun because it's still too hot. Like, it was... There was a lot of attention to detail like that that made it, like, when you're watching it, you're like, yeah, this this isn't Jackie Chan fighting. This is just some guy, and he's kind of getting his ass kicked by a a, a crackhead-looking... You know, a transfer, yeah, you know. Yeah, a transfer woman. And did they really explain what a transfer is? It looked like it was just a zombie, yeah. a weak-willed zombie that was, you know, cr- uh, whatever by this Whistler guy. Right. It's just like... And this isn't... Yeah, this isn't a zombie flick. Um, when people went into a trance, they did get like a weird... They looked like zombie-ish, but that, that was only so you could tell who the hell was a transfer and who wasn't, you know. Um, basically, Whistler had mind control over weak-minded people. Right. And he made them go kind of berserker. Right, Like, right, like yeah. against the man, against the establishment. You know, it was... Right. They were never really established a... No. A, um, like, a, a central why they would be transfers. Like, what was Whistler trying to do? No, they never did. They no. never said, like, he's trying to raise an army to defeat the government. None of that crap. Just... And... and there, That's there, fine. There is backstory, but you don't need it. Yeah, it, it was it, like they mentioned... They mentioned an earthquake that that uh, killed Los Angeles or whatever. Twenty. Twenty twenty fifty eight, I think. Twenty fifty eight, yeah, because it, cause it like was that. like four or five years later. He that's when the story picks up. Yeah, and they call it Los Angeles now. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and there was a there was a, I don't know. No one liked um, our star, Jack Death. Now we forgot to mention his name in this movie is is Jack Death D E T H, which I love the name. It's hilarious. But 
No one that he interacts with on a daily basis particularly cares for him, he, which leads you to believe he's a very rough character. Yeah, like he's yeah. just he's just a, not a nice person, you know. Well, yeah. After he kills a transfer lady, he goes outside and the uh, and his uh, uh, sergeant or whatever right. he is goes and tells him, "Hey, McNulty. Listen, yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. You can't stop going on all these uh, rogue missions and and." Uh, mm-hmm. Jack Death just says, "Screw you!" He throws his badge down. I'm done. He just leaves. Yeah, he doesn't. He could care less. You yeah, know. He, he leaves. And then the next thing we see, he's like on the beach, like uh, oh, he's scuba, scuba yeah. diving. And in the background, kind of like in a weird Planet of the Apes thing, you see some of the uh, buildings in Los Angeles, right? Kind of like in the in, in underwater. So a he bit. like he's diving in there and pulling up just signs that say like Los Alamos Drive and exactly. Stuff like that. And it's it was very neat. That that whole that sequence was very cool, and that actually comes back later when he's being pursued in the past. Like at some point, they send him in the past because Whistler escaped in the past, you know. Yeah, right. And they, so yeah. he, they time travel back, and he goes, "I know how to get there because I dive here." Like at one point, she's like, "How do you know where the Man Chinese Theater is?" And he goes, uh, "I die, I dive here for for stuff." Right, right. So he knew how to like escape because of the diving. So it it comes back like there's some parts of it you're like, nice writing, you know? Yeah. And uh, because of course he goes back in time and he hooks up with what 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 they do is they send him down the line. They call it. Well, they they basically tell him that Whistler's not really dead. He just went back in time. Right. So Jack Death's main deal was to get Whistler because I think Whistler killed his wife. Something like that. Something like that. So. He gets transported. They, they tell him, look, we're going to transport you back in time because uh, Whistler's uh, of, of the, the council, the main council, uh, Jack Death goes and sees him and he goes, well, I thought there were three of you. And uh, Oh, the, that's right. They sent him back because... They sent him back because Whistler is in 85 and he's killing the ancestors yep. yeah. off. The, this, the main bad guy realized that, I, hey, I can just go down... They call him going down the line. That means going back in time. And they go back to a sibling's... Or ancestor. a, a, an ancestor's body. Like, that's how they do it. Like, their body remains in the current time. Two, yeah, 20, like Whistler went back into his ancestor, which happened to be the the police Cop. detective. Yeah, yeah. Body, and he was out getting the ancestors of the the, so, the council. So he was killing off the council, who runs everything. Yeah, so, so when, basically he would knock him off, go back, and then he runs everything. And Jack Death joins up because he hates Whistler, so they basically told him, look... Here's a picture of our ancestors. All I could find was what a baseball card and a yeah. and a bad like Polaroid or whatever. And he goes, "You got to find these people and protect them and protect them because if not, we're doomed because we'll be dead." And he already killed one of us. Yep. So Jack and Death goes, "Okay, fine." Begrudgingly does it. And you know what's funny? You know, did you notice who the 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 lady who gives him his weapons and sends them back? Did you realize who she is? No. Who is it? She's. She's is it she's her? one of Don Tony Orlando and Don Telma Hopkins. That's her. As soon as I saw her, I was like, "Oh my God, Telma Hopkins from Tony Orlando and Don!" Wow, that's okay. awesome, dude. I yeah. would have never got that. Yeah, she's the one that she's the one that that gives him the she gives him what a gun that's the, the, the ten second watch the ten second watch and then the gun that sends that was able to bring him back or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 with the two. The two gut bullets or yeah, whatever. Yeah, the two, uh, like, injector bullets. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a lot to this movie that's well-written. Um, there's a lot of just random stuff. Because it's an action movie, it has to it has to have some action yeah. in it. You know. But, um, so he... He he, go, he ends up, they send him back, and he, and he shows up in the body of his 
ancestor Phil Death or whatever. Yeah, which, he, which he was a journalist or something like he that. He was a journalist, right? and he just sits there, and he wakes up, and he's in the bathroom, and all of a sudden, you know, Helen Hunt's in the living room. She had just finished... Aerobicizing. Yeah, aerobicizing. Mm-hmm. He had just, topless, even though she's covered. And he had just, you know, had spent the night with her, and he's like, wow, what's going on here? She's saying, like, did you really mean what you said last night? And he's like... <laughs> Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. He's like, and he's trying. This is one of my favorite lines of the entire movie. She's, she's late for work. She, her job is uh, to work as an elf in the Santa's workshop in the mall. So you can tell she doesn't have a whole hell of a lot going on. Um, and he's just, he opens the drawer and there's like all these pictures with all these women. So apparently this guy just yeah. kind of picks up chicks and, and has sex with them and dumps them, you know. But she's like, she can tell he's acting very weird compared to however smooth he was the night before. He puts a bunch of of hair gel. <laughs> he puts a bunch of crap in his hands and runs it through his hair. And she's like, what are you doing? Because like, that's not what people did then. It was what people did then, but they're pretending it wasn't. And he's and he looks at her and he just says, dry hairs for squids. That's right, for squids, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, yes. Like, we used to use that line all the time when we were kids, like when we were t- teenagers, just because it was so, like, kind of... Uh, yeah, and then he's... What? You're like, uh... And then he's, he got, he's got to take her, because she's late to her gig, so he goes into the uh, closet and he pulls out a trench coat, so already he's doing the yeah, Sam Spade, he's right back, Marlo thing. Yeah, or yeah whatever, he's right back you know. where he was, and she's like, oh my God, you're What you're is that? Mess. What are you doing? You yeah. know, it's like, and this is Christmas time in L.A., 85, so it's totally warm and sunny, yeah. and, you know, no... Nothing, you know, just to, you know, to tell you that it's Christmas. So I guess they get in the car, right, and he starts explaining to her what's going on. And no, no, like, not yet. He doesn't yet? No, he he just drops her off. That's right, he drops her off. And then he goes the, in, because he he's trying in, to right. say, I need yeah, your help. Yeah. i got to find out where this is. Because he, he right. goes, I need to find out where this is, like one of the relatives. And it was, um, what's that? The, the massage parlor. No, no was it like Kukumon? I forget the name. Yeah, Cahuega. Ca- 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 I don't know. Oh, Some, Cahuega, yeah. Something like that, and yeah. She, and she's like, what do you mean? That's like right down the street. Yeah. I, so, I I mean, I don't know because I don't live in L.A., but apparently it must be a very popular right, drive. Right. Like, So everyone would know what it is. And then and she's like, so what What are you doing? And she and then he's like trying to follow her and saying, I need your help. I need your help. And then they go into the mall. They go into the mall, and of course, and she like says, "Yeah, okay. Uh, did I did did I give oh, yeah. you my phone number?" <laughs> he goes, uh, "No, I don't think so." She goes, "Good," and she yeah. like takes off. Yeah, exactly. Or At this point, she's ditching him, and uh, so as as he's as she's ditching him, he walks over and he's watching her. All of a sudden, uh, yeah, who, I guess he 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 uh, he makes eye contact with the Santa Murray. Yeah, the Santa. The Santa yeah. goes. Goes berserker rage so because he all he's trancers a, or he's whatever, a trancer. Right? Yeah, so the fight ensues. Yeah, and uh, you know, like a big fight and all that stuff. And he basically he like, Santa. yeah, he does it with the the gun. He kills him, and she, he's like, okay, let's get out of here. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, the uh, isn't the Whistler guy shows up, right? Yeah, because he's the detective. Like, yeah, he's and, a detective. and it's so funny because they they're doing his reaction shots, and there's like, this kid is there with his mommy. Like, he just killed Santa. <laughs> Like, right, right. Because, <laughs> so like, like, if you're actually there, like, in a, in a mall as a kid watching Santa get beat up by this guy in a trench coat and then just get shot dead, you know, uh, it was... Yeah. It was yeah. really good. It was, I mean, if this movie had a bigger budget, oh, it probably would have been considered one of the top 20 or 30 sci-fi movies of the 80s, if it isn't already. But if it had a big budget... 
if if like and say uh, if, if like the if like the guy who did Zemeckis, the guy who did Back to the Future would have done it. It probably would have been a big, an even bigger cult movie than it is now because it had all the elements. The humor. There was a lot the, uh, going on. It was fun and funny. And and, and the two guys who wrote it, uh, Danny Bilson and Paul DeMeo, I've seen their names in other movies, and I can't doesn't come to mind what they are now. But those guys were successful Hollywood, became successful Hollywood writers yeah. after this. So they definitely had, you know. Oh, I'm sure of it. They, they were they were. It was like I, I always I I keep returning to the fact that it's a fun, well written movie. Like. Yeah. You know, there, there, like you said earlier, there are plot holes. Of course, any time travel movie, yes. you can get into that whole thing, and, and I just don't. Yeah, I just say, "Yep, that's a thing," and I move on, and I let the movie be a movie. Right. You know, a lot of people be like, "Well, is it Terminator kind of time travel?" Or look, just let it go, man. Can you just watch a movie? Yeah. So yeah. So of course, she begrudgingly says she'll help him. Yeah, he exp- on the, on the, they get they take off. Get in the car, and he starts to explain to her what's going on. And she's like, she really believes him. Which that was one of the plot holes that I found. Like, oh, really? You're gonna believe that I'm from uh, another time or whatever? But you know, whatever. Yeah. It's a B movie, so she within ten minutes she's believing all the story that he says. Yeah. Kind of, sort of. And then he takes, she takes him to the yeah. uh, to the to, to the, the address where salon. the tanning guy is, the ancestor. And then she ditches him though. And she ditches him. She yeah. leaves. She goes, oh, I'll wait, no problem. And then he goes in to to. to talk to him and she takes off she takes and it off. turns out that he's already been a transfer so he tries to kill her but then she comes back and saves him yeah yeah basically the transfer the transfer uh, guy takes him and throws him in one of the uh tanning rooms i guess he turns it up to full bake or whatever yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly but he gets out and and she comes and saves him yeah but after she saves him you find the the transfer guy has been killed already by the by whistler by, by whistler so uh-oh one of, already one of the Council, another council member's gone. Now, now they're down to just the one councilwoman. The old lady yeah. has uh, one relative left. So now his job got easier, but he didn't. He, you know, he didn't keep him alive. When they come out, the Whistler and all the cops are surrounded him. Right. And I, this is the turning point in Helen Hunt's um, believability, where he has a ten-second watch, where one second is stretched out to ten for only for him. They shoot. He uses the the ten seconds to save Helen Hunt rather than kill Whistler. And he dodges his own bullet too. Right. I think. Yeah. And so she, they, they as they're driving away, she's like, "Why didn't you just kill kill Whistler?" And he was like, "Well, I had I could I could only either save you or kill Whistler." And at that point, she realizes, um, one, he's telling the truth, and two, he's maybe not as big a jerk as he appears he is. <laughs> I mean, he is, but. There is a part to him that isn't. Yeah, he's an honorable jerk. Yeah, he's yeah he has morals, he has his ethics, you know. So they go hide out in Chinatown in Los Angeles. Yeah, some loft or something above yeah, a she, above a she, uh, yeah. club. I guess she knows uh, somebody that's away for the holidays and she can stay there and blah blah blah. Yeah, um, which gives them an excuse for them to go down to the most awkward looking. Punk, punk concert club, yeah. uh, ever, and he's there, and it, it was a it was a very typical '80s fake punk concert, '80s fight with the punks kind of a thing, you know. Yeah, he's trying to do his dance, and the punk goes up to Helen Hunt. He's like, 
Hey, you know, you never gave me back my records or something like that. She tells him tapes. To, he says tapes. Tapes. Yeah, tapes. Yeah, tapes. I was like, oh man, this is a blast from the past. What do they say now? They probably say like, give me back my iPod. Like what? Yeah. Give me back all my MP3s. I don't know. Like, is it? You'll, you'll, you, yeah, non sequitur here, time, But you'll think it's funny. But my friend, when I was up in uh, Oh Cali, he gave me like a box full of cassettes. So I got a box full of oh, cassettes. Shit. <laughs> yeah, and for those of you who don't understand us, like laughing about this. That's because you're young. Um, it was the biggest thing, like, uh, whenever somebody would break up, that they would have to get their records back from their girlfriend. Like, yeah. they would move in together. The guy would be the one that ten- tended to have, like, a lot of music. When she eventually kicked him out, he'd have, to, he'd have to kind of always nag, and that would be the last thing that the girl would give back. Like, she would never give back the records until he either broke and stole them or gave them back. Well, in the 80s, that became tapes. Yeah, or, right. And then late 80s, it was CDs. But now you guys, now most people have MP3s, so I, I'm assuming that joke has run its course, unfortunately, because yeah, sure, yeah. it's a very good joke. I mean, it's funny. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, after, the, after that scene, they, they go upstairs for some, like, smoochy yeah. stuff. I love that, where she was like, oh, I brought you some... some some beef lomani was like what like from a cow yeah right (laughs) there's no cows in the future so beef is not a thing that you can eat he was like oh my god like from a cow that's right yeah (laughs) very good so uh yeah they're in the middle of like you know having a good time and then then that little girl comes in he starts making his moves like he's about to have sex and this little girl knocks on the door and the little girl is the relative of the gruff mcnulty who was his boss like yeah and she acts like him and talks like him. It's, it's kind of comical, you know. Um, yeah. I thought it was funny. Like, it was one of those things where it was like an added touch, you know, yeah, where they were, yeah. it was... And she basically tells him, hey, yeah, they want you in the future again. They want to talk to the you. Count, the council needs you. So. Yeah, the council needs you. He's like, hey, get out of here in the middle of something, you know. <laughs> he, so. like, picks her up and, like, throws yeah, her out. Yeah, throws her out. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 in the middle of in the middle of doing that thing, she gets back in and she zaps him back yeah, to yeah. The, she zaps him right before they start having sex. Back to the future. Back to the future. And then after they do their business, he goes back and it's right after the sex. And he's like, yeah, right. he's like, oh my god, like twice now. His relative has had sex with Helen Hunt and he hasn't. You know, at this point. So when he goes to the future, I guess he's going to be uh, taken off the case. Right. The one lady says, look, you know... It's you, not working out. It's not working out. And and then he talks her into it because he says, hey, I know where your relative is, the baseball player, right. Ashby or whatever his name was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she goes, really? He goes, yeah. So the counsel lady goes, all right, all right, send him back, send him back. If he knows where he is, because she doesn't want to, like, get, yeah. you know... I'm, I'm going to get vaporized. Through, yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they send him back, and it's post... Uh, Coital, I guess, is the yeah, word. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he's like, "You got to be kidding me!" You know. <laughs> so that was kind of funny. Anyway, they find they go through all this stuff. They find the uh, baseball player. Yeah, they find and, him. Um, they find him with some. Yeah, uh, he's a he's a drunk. He's a bum. He's a bum. He's he, it was an old. Um, the card was from '63. This is '85. He's since hit the skids. Did just, they steal a couple of motorcycles? Yeah, they not? they steal some um, scooters. They, yeah, they don't. She doesn't. They, they don't have the car anymore. She goes, oh, "Are you going to get their walk?" So and all of a sudden, Helen Hunt. Starts like, you know, Jerry wiring hot wiring the motorcycles. He goes, How'd you know this? He goes, Oh, I used to hang out with bikers or whatever. I was like, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they go there, they get this guy. Of course, Whistler's closing in on him. But they um they get him away and he's They get him away. They take him back to their He's the typical very he's 
heart. He's a, a homeless he was, bum. He I was mean, a former baseball player. Right, right, that right. That went alcoholic or something right. like that. Kind Lost everything. And yeah. so he's... um. He's he very diff- he's very difficult. They have to like shower him, and he's wants to keep drinking and all that stuff. And he's like, look, you got to knock it off. Yeah. You know, there's people trying to kill you, and you know, basically he gets them to he t- he gets them to like sober up, but he did get them to sober up, but you know, I mean, he begrudgingly, I guess yeah. is the word is. Yeah. So then Jack has an idea. He calls up the commissioner Whistler or whatever. And he yeah. says, look, I'll give you this Ashby guy. I just want you to leave me and Lena, and yeah, Lena. alone, and you can have them. And the, and, the, and the commissioner goes, oh, the the you know Whistler goes, where? He goes, meet me in Chinatown. Right. So they set it up, and what they and what they did is they they put the the trench coat on uh, Ashby or whatever, the baseball player, right. to see if they could trick, you know, the uh, Whistler, Whistler or whatever. And 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 his guys, of course, Whistler sends. It has all of his cop buddies there, you know. Yeah, yeah. They 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 were also looking for Ashby and and uh um uh Jack Death was able to, you know, evade them or whatever, you know. Right. But anyway, so they get to that they're 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 st- he's sitting there, Helen Hunt's looking down to see when Whistler's gonna show up. Uh the, the baseball player, the the uh Ashby, who's the ancestor of the councilwoman, is down there. All of a sudden Whistler shows up behind Helen Hunt and he's gonna kill her. Right. And then all of a sudden, there's Jack Death behind him. Yep. And you know, like basically, it's like the final showdown there. So he's ready to kill her, and Jack Death goes, you know, no, don't do it. And he went, I'm gonna and send he, you up the line. Yeah, send you up the line. And all of a sudden, Whistler goes and throws her down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then of course, the, he had gotten when he went back, he had gotten another one of those ten like second ten watches. second watches because it was such a such a good thing, you know. Yeah, that's a good plot. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> so he's like, as she's falling, he does some maneuver where he gets like his his uh, uh, belt or whatever, and he's able to kind of like slide down <laughs> some. Yeah, it's totally unbelievable. It he was like it. Tango and Cash. That yeah, slide yeah, yeah, down yeah, that right. thing. Remember that? Slide, uh-huh. slide down yeah. the wire there, yeah. go to the bottom, and then catch her yeah. while she's like. Fallen. It was like okay, yeah, I'll believe it because it's like whatever. You know, yeah. it's a B movie or whatever. And as it, but as they're down there, Whistler's getting ready to you know shoot at him. And then the then Ashby Ashby who was ex, a baseball player pitcher. Yep, picks up. What does he hit him? A bottle. He a bottle yeah. there, and he hits him like hit, right between the eyes. Yeah, he nails him with a bottle. He's the, and he falls. Whistler's like the top of the building, and he's like way down here, and he, get, he nails him at one. You know, one shot or whatever. So sure. it's like I would be, I would be inclined to think that an ex baseball player could do that. Yeah, no I doubt mean, about they, it. They, they can, I, those guys can huck stuff around. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So he nails him. The guy drops. Now at this point, Jack Death only has. He opens up the grip of his gun. He can only send one person back. So he sends Whistler back. Whistler back, and, and his ancestor becomes. He goes like, "What's going on? What happened?" And he goes, "Okay, you can, you can explain it, Ashby." Yeah, well, when Whistler fell down, he right. didn't die. Obviously. Yeah, he, he just yeah, he just he kinda just kind of like and... he bounced around. and He was alive or whatever, miraculously. Yeah. But at any rate, yeah. So he sends them. So he sends them back. The the ancestors like what what the hell's going on here, or whatever. Now Jack Death is stuck in 1985. Yeah. Not that he cares because yeah, he has his girlfriend. Yeah, he has his girlfriend. They're kind of they're they they're now romantic interests, and uh, that's the end. Oh yeah. no! Oh no 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 no! The, as they're walking away. The little girl ancestor right, shows yeah. up and gives you like this look or whatever, and then it's like it's sequel coming up at some point. <laughs> exactly. so, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So basically, 
That was the end of the movie. Yeah. Um. That, let's see. I'm trying to think of. You know, now we've talked about the plot. We talked. We, the actors are all very good. Production value not bad for what it is. You know, it was probably made for about four hundred dollars. What um. What would you rate this movie? I'm gonna say. I want to give it an eight for fun. Really? I was thinking seven five. So All we're right. we're right in the same area. You know, I'm gonna say seven five. And don't think of that as a bad thing. Like I, you know, you, I can't say like a nine or a ten because it isn't a nine movie. But a seven five, it's a lot of fun. I I, I think most anyone that watches it will really like it. You know, it's worth watching. Yeah, watch it once. I'm now since you didn't see these, I'm gonna do a quick. Just a quick recap of where it goes from here. The second one, of course, I watched all five. I, I didn't know there was a sixth one. I'll go find it and watch the sixth one for you. But um, I watched all five of them, kind of almost like right in a row. Um, it was a two-day period, but I literally went <laughs> one, two, three, well, four, Well, Sunday, five. you know, I mean, yeah. there wasn't much to do. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? I was driving around, like, shopping. That's true. The um, second one, almost just as good. Uh, they had, at this point... Uh, Jack Death is married to Lena, Helen Hunt. They're living in a big mansion um, with uh, Ashby. They're rich. Everything's happy. Then they come back. Transfers start, more transfers start coming. And um, Hel- and uh, what's his name? Uh, Jack Death's ex-wife gets sent back. They actually go back to like the day before she died in his arms and, oh, wow. and trans- transport her back. Another good... It's a very good plot twist, because now Jack Death is dealing with Helen Hunt and his ex-wife, who, <laughs> he, whom he both loves. You know, he loves both of them. One of them is dead to him. Yeah, right. And has been for quite some time, so whatever. And, of course, she doesn't know this. She doesn't know that she's dead, the ex-wife, so she doesn't understand why he's not, you know, getting his groove on with her. So, anyway, that's a, that. the second one is good. Third one, you can tell it's it's starting the inevitable decline. You know how they they run these things into the ground, kind of. Yeah, yeah, sure. And this is this is where you're like, mm, okay, Helen Hunt's in it, but not a whole lot. She's she's mostly just like she's divorcing him, that kind oh, of thing, okay. like you know that kind of stuff. Like she's had enough of this. <laughs> you know, she's kind of gone on to bigger and better things, and uh, he's still having fun with it. Now. At the very end of the third one, they go, oh, and now you're in charge of time travel. Which is like, oh, this could be a very good reboot. Now he goes anywhere. You know, and they go to Renaissance time. Oh, And I was like, damn it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that, I know some people like the Renaissance stuff. I hate it. I don't hate it. I just don't care for it. I don't think fondly of that period of time and that's where four and five are spent oh okay, so it's a two-parter yeah. and you're like ah oh, shit you know like uh, it just it's an okay plot like when you when they get there it's okay i just don't like the setting so i'm kind of like not i'm disinterested but i watch him because i'm like well he is still tim thomerson you know he's still playing who he is and and it's good, but it's yeah. It it they, the does four the, and five. Does the drop budget off. get better on each one of them, or is it basically stays the same? I would say it goes up a bit, but okay. not the second and third one. You can tell they put some money into it. Um, not not a lot, <laughs> but some. 
you know. And the second one is when Ashby kind of gets real, a little bit more cornball, like the playing the goofy drunk and stuff, you know. Oh, so he's still in the in the movies. Or oh whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's, he's a central character. Yeah, he okay. becomes a central character, and um, it's okay, you know. Um, there's a lot more of the time travel shenanigans involved and stuff like that, you know. But, uh, yeah, overall, I would say, I would say definitely watch them all. If you, at least the first three. I I should clarify that. You know, four and five, you can live your whole life never seeing those and you'll be just fine. You know, um, saying that, I'll go get six and watch it because I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I'm sure... Hopefully they get out of the Renaissance because that I is just so. dreadful. Oh my god! I think they do. Yeah, no Renaissance. As long as it has Tim Thomerson in it, I'll see it. You yeah, know? yeah. So yeah, I the first one I'll give a seven point five. After that, they probably clock in around the five point five to six point five range. You know, watchable. You're not going to invest a lot of time. You know, have a few beers with some buddies and enjoy them. You know. Yeah, hell yeah. So, what do we got for next week, man? What? Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about it. Okay, I good, because I haven't it. put one iota of thought in it. I, I'm like, uh. You know, I was thinking about, let's go Let's go with some classic horror. Not like not like 40s, but how about how about a movie that has Vincent Price, Barbara Steele. Yeah, I'm on board. Directed uh-huh. by Edgar Allan Poe. I mean, written by Edgar Allan Poe. That would be a trick <laughs> if it was directed by Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> And uh, directed by Roger Corman. We got everybody here. I'm on board with it. What do we watch? The Pendulum, man. Nice. Okay, yeah. I've never seen it, but I. I oh, will. you'll you'll like it. Okay, so that's a, next up next week. We will do the the Pit and the Pendulum. Yep. And then after that, I think we'll be on board for another Versus show. Oh hell yeah! I got some real bad. <laughs> I got some pain coming up, man. I don't know, man. We might have to do biker genre because I have oh, some. Yeah. I have some bad ones in there that I can rival your. Oh yeah, bad biker, that bad biker show. Oh my god! And I don't man. mean CC Rider level of pain. I mean deep hurting. All oh, right, well, it'd be like some werewolves on wheels or something. <laughs> Shit. It'll be like redneck zombies on Harley's. Oh god! Yeah, that's exactly what it'll be. All right, so stay tuned. Uh, next week we will be doing the Pit and the Pendulum with Vincent Price. Right. And now we are going to groove on out of here with the uh, erotic sounds of a Hawaiian intermission. So, wait, uh, aloha. Uh, aloha, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> of course, by aloha, everyone, we mean book them, Dano. Oh, dude, I, I have that 45 somewhere there about when I was a kid. By the wow. Ventures, man, yeah. Wow. Jack Lord, man, his hair did not move. It had that, he had that Elvis thing. Jimmy Johnson, thing. Jimmy yeah. Johnson had got nothing, got on, nothing Jack on Jack Lord. Jack Lord could kiss... <laughs> His hair helmet could kick his hair head. I can't even say it. Kick his hair helmet ass. Yeah, Jack Lord's all like dry hairs for squids. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for squids. Yeah. All or, right. Or squibs. Or yeah, you know. I think it's squids, but it might be squibs. It's, I don't know. One or the other. Jack Death. <laughs> Jack Death rules. Jack Death says aloha, everyone. 